What is good, people? It is power ups and power bombs. This is the award special. Sorry, I do not have special uh, elegant music for this occasion. I probably should invest in it. I'm probably not, though, because, yeah, we need money for other things. But I am your host for the evening, Drizzy, joined by the first lady of Power Ups and Power Bombs, Black Barbie. How are we doing, ma'am? It's a new year, and it's a new year. And Mercedes Monet is at her making money, and I'm not mad at her. They said black women don't draw. She's right now one of the biggest things in New Japan off of a, what, a three-minute thing in the ring. She made the yen go up. Like, literally. Literally. She is money. They need to go ahead and put her on money. In fact, when she has her interest for this show in February, I hope, you know, the Young Bucks dollar bills, I hope those kind of fall from the sky, too. That I feel like that should happen. But that is not why we are here. Like I said, this is the award show special. So we, back in December, sat there and set up for the year-end awards for 2022 for the Power Ups Power Bomb, the second annual Power Ups Power Bomb Awards. That that I need, to, I need to put that. It's the second annual. We went all the way through December. New record for votes. The most votes we've ever had even though we only had like two of them. <laughs> but I appreciate everybody who voted, anybody that retweeted. We even had wrestlers retweet. Billy Dixon retweeted and had us had people trying to vote. So we're doing something right somewhere. Yeah. Twitter, man. Twitter's very good. Twitter's not dead. Ha <laughs> ha. They got the Dragon Balls out for that one. But let's get started. The first award we're giving this evening is the Follow Me Award. This is the best wrestler on social media. The nominees, if you did not see the award special, look, the nomination special with the Down for the Count girls, uh, big shout out to Nicole, Alexis, Tiffany, and Janae. Uh, but the nominees for Follow Me Award, Nyla Rose, MJF, Nikita Lyons, Shelton Benjamin and Mia Yim together, and Faye Jackson. And your winner was a whopping 34%, Nyla Rose. Yay! She is an absolute gem on social media. If you have not paid attention to her, you are missing out on some of the most entertaining stuff ever. And I hope it's more to come in the year. But I will say, Shelton Benjamin and Mia Yim were right behind. Ooh, it was that's a close one between them. Like it is, it's it's a it's a very it was a very close race. So, so and and looking at a couple of these other ones, it gets tighter. All right, our next award. Mike Check Award, Promo of the Year. Our nominees, MJF's post-championship press conference. The Bloodline, Phil and Usi. Seth Rollins and Roman Reigns, the I Hate You promo from Royal Rumble. Roman Reigns, again, this is my show. MJF's Fire Me promo. 
and the acclaimed National Scissoring Day. This one. Still pretty close, but not as close as that first one. And it ran away with it pretty early, too. The Bloodlines filling Usi from up. Which, it makes sense. Everybody has been throwing around the word Usi for a while now. They've put, they have it on shirts and everything. Like, they're making money off of it, so surprising that it's 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 not a surprise but yeah and then we also got to talk roman had three promos in the in the nominations for that right very there was a point in time roman was a horrible promo and now here we are with three promos that involve him he did go to a, he did go to an acting coach well, the acting coach must have been like Denzel Washington or something, because he's been on point. The Rock recommended this acting coach, whoever this person was, because I I know he said like you know during COVID when he wasn't wrestling and he wasn't in the Thunderdome, he went to an acting coach and he got his teeth done. So <laughs> it could be possible that the Rock was like, hey, I know this guy, and but they said Roman he. But a lot of the wrestlers do that. There are a lot of taking acting classes. I think they even have one down in the PC. They have an acting promo class. I know Freddie Prince Jr. was over it for a little bit. I don't know if he still does it or every from time to time or anything. No, he hates he, he cuts up WWE on his podcast. He's trying to make his own wrestling, by the way. Hmm. Let's see what happens with that. Because at first it was supposed to be him and Macaulay Culkin coming together and doing a wrestling, like trying to make a wrestling company. Macaulay Culkin, that's a, that's a random one. <laughs> Macaulay Culkin loved wrestling, though. Like, Jesus, I don't even know what Macaulay Culkin looks like right now. <laughs> like, ooh. All right. Next award, the oh shit moment of the year. And this was a very tight race. The tightest of all. So, the nominees. Richard Holiday beating Hammerstone in a bloody in a suit. In an all-white suit with blood on it. Brock Lesnar lifting the ring with a tractor. Shibata and Okada in an AEW ring. CM Punk versus the, all, the Elite. Hardcore Country at WWE Royal Rumble. And Cody Rhodes at Hell in a Cell. <clears throat> this was a tie for majority of the entire thing. And it's still a tie at this moment. The winners is a tie between Shibata and Okada in AEW and Cody Rhodes at Hell in a Cell. There... It, it, the honest guy, there's not a bad choice on this entire list. No, everything was an oh shit moment. I mean, other than with the CM Punk thing, because we didn't get to see it. Like, we just heard about it secondhand. But to be a fly on the wall when that happened and just to see Kenny Omega trying to whisk the dog out of harm's way and then get bit, I would have loved to see that. I'm sorry. Somebody's got to have it somewhere. Somebody's got to have it. There's some footage of it somewhere because that's just for. Like, if you were to sit there and tell me, hey, this guy bit Kenny Omega for trying to save a dog. <laughs> like, 
and then chairs were thrown. Somebody's eye almost got taken out. Come on now. It's just, yeah. It's wild. All right. Our next category, Rivalry of the Year. Our nominees, Seamus versus Gunther, Nyla Rose versus Jay Cargill, MJF versus Wardlow, Bianca Belair versus Becky Lynch, Roman Reigns versus Seth Rollins, and Richard Holiday versus Alex Hammerstone. All of these were good. All of these, I think when I tried to vote, I couldn't even, I don't think I couldn't even pick one. And I kept going through. The weakest one was probably Becky and Bianca. That was the weakest one. And that wasn't even weak. That's saying a lot. (laughs) That is saying a lot. So, who do you think won? Oh, gosh. I'm going to go with. Did you say Roman and Seth? Yep. I'm going to go with them. Your winner was a little bit more, a little bit under half. Bianca versus Becky. It was a good rivalry, but to me, it, it, I don't know. It's, it was second place to it, though, in a close race was Gunther versus Sheamus. Gunther and Sheamus wasn't bad, but I think the problem was it wasn't a, a long, it wasn't a long, drawn-out feud like everybody else was. It was at least, what, three months, maybe? Maybe three months, maybe three months, maybe two. About two, two but it was months. a lot of confusion and, and, and brawling brutes. Yeah. I mean, Becky and, and, and Bianca, what, before WrestleMania, into WrestleMania, ending at SummerSlam. I mean, they went half of a year. Actually, I won't say they went more than a year. I won't say they went from SummerSlam to Summer SummerSlam to Mania. So, what was it last uh, SummerSlam she came back? Yeah, because so, she, yeah. she took the SmackDown title off of Bianca. Yeah, so it's been a yeah. <laughs> It's been but a then while. Bianca got moved shows, and then there was that debacle with Charlotte and, and Becky. Actually, let me look at something real quick. Because if I think, was this up for rivalry of the year last year? Was it? Oh, wow. Uh, no, we didn't have rivalry of the year last year. Okay. That's that was my mistake. But yes, congratulations to our winner, Bianca versus Becky. <laughs> All right, I got next award. This one, it was not even close. This is probably the most decisive thing we had the whole night. So your nominees, Willow Nightingale, Ricky Starks, Daniel Garcia, Jay Bougie, Say His Name and He Appears, Joe Hendry, (laughs) Powerhouse Hobbs, and the Daddies of the District, Jordan Blade and Eel O'Neal. Who you think won? Because it was not even close. Oh, my God. Uh... I know I chose Willow Nightingale off top. I'm going to say, I know she didn't win, but I'm going to say Willow Nightingale. You are absolutely right. Willow ran away with it. I voted for it. Because she does. Like, everybody else on the list, I feel like, has some type of uh, accomplishment. And mm-hmm. so far, the girl really hasn't had that shine. Now, the daddies of the district, you know, 
they have like that kind of local shine. Yeah. But they're still good. People still know who they are. Willow Nightingale is now getting over on AEW and you're seeing her consistently on TV. Yes. Like I would love to see her take that belt off of uh of uh, uh god dang I can't think of her name. Uh the Ring of Honor Champion. I want to call I want to call it Ember Moon. Yes. Athena. I want to see her take that off of her. That very well may happen and I hope it happens soon because I kind of want to see those two go at it. That sounds like it would be a hard-hitting fight that we need to see. And plus, black women everywhere would love that fight. <laughs> now, y'all can't tell me there ain't a black woman allowed that would want to watch that see that match happen. We need some black girl magic in the in Ring of Honor and everywhere else. And I mean, and to me personally, it would be kind of like one of the times where it's not this, you know, the stereotypical how they always portray us as the ghetto loud black women. You have a, oh, you no. have a black woman over here who smiles a lot and she's very happy. And then you have the other one over here who's very emo-ish, very hot topics, early 2000-like. So in, in black women, we come in different, you know, different facets. We are not right. just that stereotype that Hollywood and everybody else gives us. So I would love to see it. And I would love to see them two go at it. Like you said, it'd be a hard-hitting match. And plus... Athena said she likes to hit hard. It's no problem when the men do it. Why can't oh, women? Willow hits hard. They call her the babe with the brawn for a reason. Book All it, right. Tony. Please. All right. Our next category. Tag team of the year. Oh, crap. <laughs> yeah. This should have been voted most likely to end an attack. It almost did. But by a good five points, they're separating. Oh, wow. Your nominees, the Death Dolls, the Usos, FTR, the Acclaim, Toxic Attraction, and Swerve in Our Glory. Hmm. I, I'm pretty sure you can guess who the top two were. Oh, FTR and the Usos. Absolutely. But edging them out just barely, the Usos did win. Almost 50% of the votes. That was a good one. Because like, both of them were really good. Like literally separated by five five points. All right. Our next category, female wrestler of the year. This is the only. This is a shirt. This was a shirt thing. This is. It wasn't a complete runaway like Willow's. Well, it was to a certain extent, but it wasn't a landslide like Willow's was. When a female wrestler of the year, you have Bianca Belair, Jamie Hayter, Talia Valkyrie, Jade Cargill, and Becky Lynch, and running away with it, Bianca Belair. Facts. Who was second? Second place was Jade Cargill, but it was only like twenty something percent. Like it's a it's a big gap in between first and second, and then you barely have votes for Jamie, Talia, and, and Becky. All right, next category: male wrestler of the year. Rome, our, our nominees, Roman Reigns, Seth Rollins, Bobby Lashley, MJF, Sheamus, Sami Zayn, 
Alex uh, Alexander Hammerstone and Matt Cardona. Who you think won this one? Oh, I think Roman won, hands down. Yes. People love Roman Reigns. They do. And they I have... did not vote. I didn't vote for Roman, but people love Roman Reigns. In and it's it's apparent people absolutely do because he did win this. I don't think he should have won it, but he did win it. But I voted for Sammy. I voted for Seth. <laughs> okay, so let me okay, so yes, Seth Rollins should because Seth Rollins from January to December, hands down, was the best wrestler of all of, of 2022. He was, yes. and that's like I told Chris the other day. He was literally Bailey in the Thunderdome during COVID because mm -hmm. that man was on TV consistently. You know, he gave us something to, even when he wasn't going for a title, he made himself known. He made himself be on TV. He's entertaining as heck. But I did vote for Sammy because, you know, I just kind of got in my feelings a little bit about Sammy. And I was like, okay, I'm going to vote for Sammy. Sammy, you feel it, Lucy? <laughs> I felt a little you you sold me on the whole WrestleMania match and it was kind of like, well, dang, you're you was right. Hopefully we still get that with all the shit going on in WWE. No, uh, we're not getting <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh congratulations to Roma for winning that one. And now overall wrestler of the year. Okay, or now I'm, this is one. Seth. I did two Seth for that one. This one got tough too. Your nominees, Roman Reigns, Seth Rollins, Becky Lynch, MJF, Bianca Belair, Jordan Grace, and Matt Cardone. Your top three vote getters, Bianca Belair, Seth Rollins, and Roman Reigns. Roman just going to win everything. Roman just, Roman's just a two-time. Roman won the whole day on show. Roman did win. By two points. Just edging out Seth. I'm sorry, three points. He just barely edged out Seth. And Bianca was right behind Seth. So it, it was a it was a very close one. A lot of these have, like I said, have been really close ones. Uh, and if we want to say Roman winning, I believe Roman won last year. I think he did. Let me see. Uh, let's see. Bianca won last year. And Roman, no. Yeah, Roman won male wrestler of the year last year. But he did not win overall last year. He came in second to Kenny Omega. Yeah. So I guess that was his redemption. <laughs> so congratulations to Roman for winning that one. Now, this one... Oh Jesus. Three points separate the the first place to second place. Well, there's a tie for second place at that. So match of the year. This is our big one. Your nominees. Hangman versus Daniel Bryan. Brian Danielson at Winner is Coming. The Usos versus the New Day at day one. The women's ultimate X match at Hard to Kill. Uh, Charlotte versus Naomi on SmackDown. 
Hoodfoot versus Billy Dixon at For the Culture Dallas. Becky versus Bianca at WrestleMania. Seth versus Cody, Hell in a Cell. Pac, Pac versus Orange Cassidy on Dynamite. Sheamus versus Gunther at Clash at the Castle. Brawling Brutes versus Imperium at Extreme Rules. And Myron Reed versus Nakeem the Dream at Paradigm Pro. I forgot the name of that show. The fifth anniversary. Who are you thinking got the who do you oh. think are the top three in that in that? All right, so top three. Um I'm gonna go with shoot, because I'm gonna go by my what I thought was my favorites. Number one off top, winner, I think, is probably Seth versus Cody because it was an oh shit moment and that match was phenomenal. Um I'm going to go that one, Becky versus uh, Bianca. And only because I love the match, and I know nobody else did, was Charlotte versus Naomi because it showed Naomi's, Naomi can go with the top dogs. Yep. So these are the top three matches that got votes. The Women's Ultimate X match. Oh, that was a good one, too. Seth versus Cody and Billy Dixon versus Hoodfoot. That one won. That got that's one of the top three. Okay. Three points separates them. And then there's a tie for second place. Hmm. Your winner, Seth versus Cody at Hell in a Cell. Should have been. But that tie between as of so the deadline for votes was January 4th. I let it go until midnight that night. When I checked it that morning, mm-hmm. the women's ultimate X match was winning. Mm. They had, they were, it was still close between everybody, but they were winning. By midnight that night, Seth and Cody had pulled up, and Hoodfoot and Billy Dixon had also tied up. So if this probably would have went on a little bit more, there's a good chance that Hoodfoot and Billy Dixon may have jumped up there. Because they weren't, like, I checked it maybe once each week, but they weren't, like, getting a huge bunch of votes. And then, like, I got a big surge, like, the last two weeks, and it's just flooding. It was a good match. Billy Dixon and Hoodfoot, great match. I can't complain. It was a, it was a really good match. It had stories. It they say that deathmatch wrestling is poetic. Now it is not necessarily my cup of tea, but when you can have they had a Twitter a Twitter Spaces hyping the match up. They promote in the spaces. They promote all on Twitter. They did this without TV. And you would have thought this was going to be on WrestleMania. And then watching the match, first off, I've never seen black people move so fast when they've seen fluorescent tubes come out. It is absolutely hilarious. Everybody that was in the front row for all, if you've never seen a Forty Culture show, it is literally an all black show from top to bottom. Black refs, 
black commentators, black everything. And it was front row, Chocolate City. The moment the weapons came out, everybody moved to the back. <laughs> yes. Because I learned my lesson in Paradigm. Don't sit anywhere when there's weapons or, or when there's bodies involved. I have learned to sit second row, third row, where I can get up and move. And I black folks... The, yes. <laughs> so I sit black on the folks, animals. Go ahead. Like, and black folks, we don't play. <laughs> You see weapons involved, everybody runs. That's like that whole the old saying: when you see one black person run, everybody starts running because it's the truth. Mm -hmm. Like it was absolutely, it was a thing. I wish I could have seen it live. I've seen Hoodfoot live. I really do want to see uh, Billy Dixon live. I think we we're supposed to get him, but a snowstorm happened, so we kind of missed out on it. Yeah. So, but Billy absolutely is somebody on my list. Also, a gem of a person, too. I've spoken to a few times on Twitter. An absolute gem. Oh, uh, yeah, because uh, we didn't get him in Paradigm, but that ice storm thing happened and it canceled it. Yep. Stupid weather. I know. I sponsored, we sponsored him, too. And I was like, oh. Mm. Thanks. Before we head out, because we are going to be taking an extended break. Uh, life is lifing at a very extreme rate for us. <laughs> so we're going to be taking a bit of a break. But we will still be present on social media. Which means, yes, we will still be doing the, the PUPB Black Rumble. The numbers have been selected. People have been selected. Now it is just all about getting to the date. Any idea who you think might be in it? Willow Nightingale, because that's my MVP. Willow will not be in it this year. So, for those who who didn't get to see last year, the PUPB Rumble is strictly a all-black independent wrestler fantasy oh, okay. rumble. Last year, she was in it. Uh... But it's an absolute, is a is a fantasy rumble, a hundred percent fantasy. Whoever, so it goes, it correlates with the Royal Rumble. So, if Brock Lesnar comes out number one in the Royal Rumble, we have that corresponding to a black indie wrestler, and that is that person, fantasy wise, takes over that spot. The Rumble, the winner is the last man standing. Last year, our winners for men and women were Trisha Dora and Stan Michaels. Yes. I hope that introduced a lot of people to these to these guys. Uh, the whole purpose of the Fantasy Rumble is to just introduce you to new wrestlers. Um, I, I'm actually having thoughts of next year maybe doing a bigger one because there are a lot of wrestlers who do not get a lot of shine. And as much as I do also want to make sure that black wrestlers are always at the forefront, mm -hmm. I kind of feel like all of indie wrestlers may need a little bit of a spotlight because people like Effie, Ali Catch, uh, Cole Redrick, yes. prolific. Like, there are a lot of people that don't get enough shine. And I don't mind, I don't mind giving it to all of wrestling, but black wrestling will definitely always have my heart first. Uh, but this year, definitely will happen same day as the Royal Rumble 
feel free to go on Twitter and tell who you think will win the Fantasy Rumble. The wrestlers do get involved in Fantasy Rumble. Uh, last year, we had D-Rogue uh, talk about it. I believe Billy Dixon and Shane Taylor also. Uh, there's, uh, it's like I said, 30 men and women, completely fantasy. Uh, Black Barbie, where can we find you? All right. You guys can find me on Twitter and Instagram at BlackBarbie116. Um, I've actually took a little bit of break from Twitter, but I'm back on Twitter now. Um, the whole Elon Musk thing was kind of throwing me through a loop and I was like, you know what? I'm gonna come back. I'm not afraid of anybody shading me. So I'm back on Twitter again. I'm going to start being a little bit more active. You can find me on Facebook at Ariel Cottrell. You can find me in the Sheer Geekdom group. We have taken a extended break because like Drizzy said, life happens. Life has been lifing. And we've been trying to get the kids back into being in-person school. I'm now working full-time now. So I'm just trying to get my schedule and try to actually learn how to be a full-time JCPS worker. <laughs> so, but yeah, you can find me on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter, BlackBarbie116. If you guys want to talk wrestling or you talk anything geek, anime, I'm here. And you can find me on IG at B-I-G-D-R-Y-Z-Z-Y-502, as well as P-U-P-B Pod on IG and P-U-P-B Pod, P-U-P-B Podcast on Twitter. A huge shout out to the Nation of African American Wrestling. Shout out to The Circle. If you know, you know. Um, we will be back as soon as we can. Hopefully. Also, one shout out. I want to shout out to Taco Champions is back, y'all. So yes. go check them out. I missed yes. it. I was like, oh my god, I missed it, but I went back and watched it. So Shantice and Stan are back, and I love them. So go check out Taco Champions. Absolutely, probably one of my favorite shows. Taco Champions, Smash the Mat, Backstage Brawl, Black Guy Wrestling Podcast. All Elite Keeks and Public Enemies. Black Wrestling. Go check out all the Something Else podcast. Check out all these podcasts. All by Black Creators. All great wrestling and non-wrestling content. Because Something Else is a is a wrestling podcast about not that's not about wrestling, if that makes sense. Makes Cause sense. Because when they want to talk, when you want to talk about wrestling, they're going to talk about something else. <laughs> Which is the substance. <laughs> but all right. We must go. So for the first lady of Pops Five Bob Black Barbie, I am Drizzy, and we are out. See you soon. <laughs>